you're on the clock so we are going to move on we still got two more topics to go in the take for 99 let's move on to the nba before we come back to the nfl has the nba in-season tournament rejuvenated the start of the regular season and zay if you want to kick us off first the mic is yours Listen, the NBA, the in-season NBA tournament was definitely questionable to start off the season. We didn't know it was going to add extra games to the season. We didn't know what was going to be in, in store for what the fans are going to see. I think it rejuvenated how we watch certain games on Fridays and Tuesdays. Um, the courts are, are really nice to see. It's like watching like um like blacktop in the NBA or watching like park basketball. You've seen a, a, a well-designed court in a, in a crowd where it's like a playoff intensity for um both teams to play for a chance to make extra money on the court. Some people don't like that millionaires are making extra money, but it incentivizes them to play harder and play a more physical and more intense game of basketball for a better showing and better entertainment. So for me, I think it did a great job rejuvenating how we watch basketball in the start of the season till December, which is usually like the NFL time and um, college football time for a lot of fans. They don't really catch on to the NBA until after those seasons are done. But right now, currently, the NBA has been flourishing in terms of these in-season tournament games, which is now up to eight teams to possibly go to Las Vegas. Um, Lakers versus Suns, Kings versus Pelicans, Bucks versus Knicks, Pacers versus Celtics. Now, these games are going to be played to see who goes to the next um, the next round, which will then go be placed in Vegas. And then between those teams, there will be a finals. So I think this is a good way to have the fans engaged as well as having the players playing more intense in the beginning of the year so that people can enjoy it. And, you know, who doesn't want to see a playoff early basketball? I mean, hey, we won the in-season tournament. Woo-hoo! Nah, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I've been in and out in regards to keeping up with this in-season tournament, right? I did watch the game last night. I do have a few takeaways that I want to just give away real quickly here. Number one, you talk about LeBron James versus Kevin Durant. That's a matchup that we should look forward to with all due respect, okay? I believe prior to this season, I know they played this season on Friday night. I watched that game. That was a good game. But I believe prior to this season, they haven't really played each other since that NBA Finals you know, match up against one another, if I'm not mistaken. I could be corrected if I'm wrong. And I think seeing them in a setting where it's something on the line, it may not be, you know, NBA Finals, but both of these teams we expect to be at the end when it's all said and done, at least right there along with the Nuggets. So I think when you look at the Lakers, they have a pretty good deep team behind Anthony Davis and LeBron James. We know that the Suns have a deep team behind their big three. I think this will be a step for us to download data to see who's really about it come playoff time, you know, when it's really, you know, matters, when they do have to go up against each other. So I think that would be a good opportunity for us to download data and see what we have with these two teams going at it. Obviously, Kevin Durant versus LeBron James. Who doesn't want to see that? One more take I do have is I do believe that Draymond Green and Klay Thompson is becoming a liability for the Warriors and no longer assets. Now, I get it. Draymond Green, every time he plays with the Warriors, they play better. Defensively, their net rating goes up a little bit as well. He brings a level of physicality. They play with more grit with him on the floor. But my guy doesn't know when to turn it off and on. He doesn't know how to walk the thin line of bringing that grit and getting in trouble. Obviously, the Woody Gobert situation, he came back, got a technical immediately. Like, that can't happen. He had four turnovers in the game, one turnover at the end of the game. Then Clay Thompson is another animal, okay? This is another guy who's jacking up. He never saw a shot he ain't like, clearly. He's been taking up many shots, missing them, bricking them. So he's no longer that splash brother. He's more of a brick shooter now, not a sharpshooter. And now he can't defend like that. Like, his defense, at least he been a three and d guy that was what he was known for three and d shoot three pointers and play defense now if you're quick 
I mean, he doesn't have the legs to stay in front of you. So um, they'll be coming liabilities for their team. And I think the Warriors need to figure out how they are going to maximize what they do have in Steph Curry, who's still clearly one of the best in the game. And that's my take. Listen, man, my take is straight old. I'm, it's not 1999 anymore, but I'm old. And I do not like the in-season tournament. Um, I like grit basketball. And I get it. The NBA was very creative on trying to bring grit basketball early in the season. But when you got to force somebody to play hard, they're not even playing their hardest. Trust me on this. So why LeBron James and in this era can't match up to the old era is that they came in game one playing hard. I watched it. It was super intense. Me and my brother used to sit back and shut down the day when the NBA started because game one was super intense. All 82 games was intense. No disrespect. Michael Jordan played all 82 games nine to 10 times out of his 15 years. And if he didn't play, he was injured. That's how intense these games was. It wasn't about I need extra incentive to play hard. No, I'm a competitor and I'm playing hard. And I don't like this guy. And I really don't like this guy. And I'm going at this dude all night. And that's what I want to see. Now, if you got to force somebody to play hard, they're just not playing their hardest. And that's what I see with this in-season tournament. Yes. Are they playing harder? Yeah. And I respect it because they definitely was disrespecting the league early in the season, before All-Star break, just waltzing through the emotions. And I hated to see that. And it was sloppy basketball. It was non-defensive basketball. It was non-physical basketball. So we see a totally different basketball late in the season than in the playoffs. And you get all hyped about it. And I'm not mad at that. But my basketball, not 1999 anymore, my basketball, it was game one. Soon as the season started, they going hard. I'm pitting a 50 tonight, and I'm coming at this dude with intensity. The Christmas Day games was legit. A play, it was like playoff atmosphere. Like, it was crazy. They're not like this no more. We watch, I don't even watch these games on Christmas. You know what I'm saying? I'll be hanging out with my kids. I'll be just playing around. This because they're playing around. They're playing. They're not intense. So, listen, Adam Silver, they got an a in-season tournament. It looked like it's working to, to make them play harder. I respect it. But at the end of the day, they're not playing their hardest, and I don't respect that. I would say this is my last point, too. I just think the biggest elephant in the room is, you know, Adam Silver shortening the regular season. You know, I think when you shorten the regular season, games become more valuable. Like, you need to win the games quicker because now the season is cut. You know, 20, 25 games is cut. So now you really have to get in position so you don't want to play in the playing game because most teams, they don't want to play in the playing game. That's what they want to avoid. Right. That will get them playing harder earlier. You know, the in-season tournament, I think, is, is cool. I'm interested in seeing what happens in the knockout round. That's why I'm really going to get in tune right. with it to see when they go to Vegas, how that plays out. When I first started watching it, I watched the first game just to see how it looked. And I ain't really, it didn't really shape me like it was something big. It was like the regular season. I'm like, what is this? So now in the knockout round, when they go to Vegas, I'm right. going to be tuned in to see how it looks. And then how it looks is going to determine if I stay with it. Right. I got you. Excuse me. And, you know, I think the NBA, like they, they're doing a different, uh, a different method to try to get these guys playing again. Like Freddie said before, it was different. Guys were playing gritty basketball all throughout the game. But remember, the rules are different back then. There were hand checks, there were a whole, there were a lot of different things. They weren't playing just basketball. It wasn't like there was wrestling out there. 
at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And it was like that for the entire game, for the entire season. You know, this year it, it's, it's a different regime. You got you to gotta be more, a little more crafty. You got to do a little more different things in order to get open for a basket, in order to make a shot, this, that, and a third. But, you know, this I think this tournament definitely opened a lot of people's eyes and how important it is to the players to make that extra money. You know, 500000 for each player cash. Not I mean, not each player, but everybody on the in the organization, coaching staff, coaches, all these different things, even everyone down to the assistant who had never seen $500,000. So that's like something that incentivized the entire organization to really push hard to win these games in any magnitude. Winning is the remedy for all. So, you know, that's something that I think they're trying to incentivize to get people to play harder and you get paid extra money for that. You know what, Noah Zay, I'm glad you mentioned the money aspect. Really quick, cousin. The money aspect is the reason, right? These these players have generational wealth off their first contract. You know what I mean? So they're already fed. So that's why before this in-season tournament, they could waltz through the regular season. I'm paid already. It's guaranteed money, and I'm paid. I'm done. Think about the break Andrew Wiggins took last year. He literally <laughs> showed – he didn't show up. For months with no explanation to this day. I don't know Nobody what happened to Andrew Rickett. What happened? Nobody he knows. Just, I'm out. No, I'm out. Really? I'm out. <laughs> I remember Derrick Rose did the same thing. He didn't even tell the team he was leaving. He was they was in New York. He was in Chicago. So Kyrie like, Irving is at a party. There's a game going on. My guy's on freaking Snapchat at a party. A party. So like they got generational wealth where it's not on them to go earn it no more. They just get it, and then they could waltz through the regular season. And then when it's time to play, okay, now I'll play. So the money is part of the problem, but I get it. They they coming up with creative ways to bring some intensity back early in the season. I respect it. I just don't respect it fully because they're not playing their hardest. When you got to force somebody to do it, just don't believe it. It doesn't feel genuine is what you're saying. Right. I, get it. I, don't, I, don't, I don't like yeah. it. Please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. We've been slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. All ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question.